Bears Hooligan Podcast coming at you. Week 9. Bears versus Saints. Saints win in a somewhat close one, I guess, if you look at the score. Bears were in it first half. First half, the badge was was getting everybody's boners up. <laughs> the people had badge boners in that first half. If you were on Bears social media at all, if you listen to the CBS uh, halftime show, everybody badge boners there's people saying i don't know how i I feel like uh what's his face uh what's his face former giants qb i can't think right now but i never watched cbs i can't stand him but uh old school giants qb i'm gonna have to google it hold on dirty phil sims (laughs) dumbass phil sims i believe it was him or it might have been boomer size and one of the two or both were saying how i don't know how after this first half of ball, and you see this progression of, of Badgent, how you would possibly go back to Justin Fields when he's healthy. Well, uh, did you watch the second half, fellas? <laughs> because in the second half, the Badge, who in the first half was going all pro, future Hall of Famer, according to lots and lots of people on social media, uh, he had four turnovers, three picks, and a, uh, and a forced fumble. So, yeah. Great job, Badge. You look like complete shit. And somehow, with all these turnovers, the Bears, I felt like every drive in that fourth quarter, they still had a fucking chance. They were still within a touchdown. The Saints weren't doing shit with these turnovers. They weren't getting to a two-score lead. So the Bears still had a chance, kept continuing to have a chance, but just kept turning the fucking ball over. And it just got worse and worse. That's why this is Monday again. I, I, I just on Sundays after these Bears games, I'm just so fucking irritated. I used to be back in the day. I was so irritated that I wanted to get on this mic and talk. Now I'm just so irritated and just like Ugh, I don't even want to talk about them because I'm just annoyed and I just want to go play with my daughter and not think about Chicago Bears football. So it takes me to the next day to force myself to do this podcast, which it shouldn't be like that. When I first started this last year, it was fun. I enjoyed it, even though they sucked last year. It was the tank. I, I, I was into the podcast. And this team right now, just they, I don't want to talk about them. I, I don't really want to think about them. I don't want to fo- after a game's over, I just want to be fucking, I want to wash my, it's like I want to go sanitize myself of the of this team. In the fact that I'm a Chicago Bears fan, I, I want to be sanitized of it. I want to like take off my Bears sweatshirt I put on that morning, and I just want to be fucking done with that team for the day, because they're just fucking irritating. It's just so irritating. Going into the season, as I've stated, I had just insane high optimism, which I never have, and I did. I, I would guess I was drinking the Kool Aid on Fields making that next step on. You know, Eberfluzzi maybe putting things together, pulls his moves in the offseason. You know, I wasn't for sure that this team was going to have like 10 wins. I, I had said they could, but I thought at least they'd be competitive. They'd be competing in games, which they kind of did yesterday, at least in the first half. 
But in the second half, they just they just looked like a joke. They may it's like that team that they played wasn't good. The Saints aren't good, and they were still just they made themselves look like complete idiots. Another joke, you know what I mean? It's still they're the punchline. The Bears somehow still end up the punchline almost every game. Even some games they win, they're still a punchline. I don't know how this team for decades has just been a joke. How at some point. With luck, with something, you don't get lucky. You don't. It's like it's almost like they're like you as bad as they've been, and as ridiculous as this team has been for how many decades. It's like you have to put effort in to be that bad. You're trying to be bad. You know what I mean? Because at some point, I mean, I guess 2018 happened. So I guess at some point they got lucky for a little bit. 2018 happened. You know, they had the love years where. Or they had a couple seasons, you know, 06, 2010, where some things came together and they had a good run. They had some talent on those teams, obviously. Unfortunately, you know, they just never got an offensive coordinator for any of those teams that could put anything together. And the offensive talent lacked here and there. I mean, we did have the greatest Bears QB of all time still, Cuddy. But it's like nothing can ever be put together. We're always switching offensive coordinators and this and that. And eventually, Lovey's defense, everybody in the league knew how to beat it. So, so yeah. So, yesterday was just ugly in the second half. It's just another one of those games when you're like, this fucking sucks. Like, I want this season to be over. And they play Thursday this week. And Fields, I guess they're saying if they would have practiced today, Fields would have been limited. So, we might be going into another game with the badge. And this is a game the Bears should easily win. They're playing against Carolina. And everybody is saying this is a game they need to win because Carolina, you don't want getting in, you know, another win. You want them staying as high as possible because obviously the Bears are taking that pick. So you don't want Carolina getting a W. You want them to lose. This is a game they kind of need to win, actually. I don't know. The badge has a fucking noodle arm. I mean, that's his problem. The dude seems like he has a good level head on his shoulders. He can go through progressions. He can read a defense. He can do some things. But he's got a fucking noodle arm, and he throws that ball with zero velocity if it's over, like, 10 yards. When he tries to throw, like, somebody going across the middle 20 yards downfield, it eventually just starts floating, and it's behind the guy because he's he has no arm. He has no velocity on his ball when he tries to throw it over 10 yards. And he just can't. I mean, that's why the dude was a Division II quarterback, I'm sure, because he doesn't have a cannon. He's got he's got a little baby arm. He's the kind of guy where you just need to have him feeding running backs and maybe throwing a few little screens here and there, little dink and dunk. You can't have him throwing anything downfield. And the problem with that, though, is defenses can see that on, on film. They know what he can do, and they scheme for that, and they get three or four picks. Because I know he can't throw downfield, and if, they, and if they eventually he has to throw downfield, they're just going to fucking, it's going to be a feeding frenzy. It's like throwing chum in the water. His balls are chum. When he tries to throw downfield, it's just chumming up the waters for the DBs, and they're just picking them off right and left, and that's exactly what happened. And it was hilarious. It was it was completely hilarious. On, on Bears social media, all those Bears Facebook groups that I'm a part of so I can put my podcast link in them, try to get people to listen to this thing. Uh, I'm a, a member of a bunch of them and there's just all season or at least, you know, last few weeks has been going back and forth 
you got the Fields group. You know, Fields is the man. Fields should be the quarterback. Fields Fields is the guy. And then you've got now the the guys that were Fields haters that have, are badget backers. Yesterday, that first half, it was, you know, he's the second coming of Jesus. I told you. Toji's the man. Toji's the man. He's got it. He's better than Purdy. He's going to be Brady. He's the guy. We've got our quarterback. We're set. Trade fields. And don't worry about drafting anybody. Use that pick on something else. You know, the badge is the man. It was insane. Like, ah, ha, ha. What all you field lovers think of that first half? You know, this and that, this and that. And then every single one of these motherfuckers had to eat shit. Like, most of them deleted those posts, but a lot of them... In the comments afterwards, uh, just eating complete shit after that second half by Badgett. Hilarious. And, and I'm not trying to hate on the guy. I'm a Bears fan, and I want everyone to do well. But can't go in with these insane thoughts that this dude's going to become some, some great player. He's not. He's a backup quarterback. And again, he could be a decent backup quarterback that can be in this league for years. You got to give him a little more time to develop. He doesn't have the arm to ever carry a team. He doesn't. If you can't see that watching a game, then then you know absolutely nothing about football. This dude's never a guy that's going to put a team on his back and carry you to victory. He doesn't have the arm for it. But he can be a game manager type who throws some dinks and dunks here or there and manage a game. But never a guy you want leading your team. This is a good, a few years, could be a great backup who maybe bounces around six, eight teams and's in the league for forever that's who this guy is and i just wish all these idiots would just stop with the the insane just over hype exaggeration anything any which way like when something's good it's the greatest when something's bad it's the fucking worst like i get it as bears fans it sucks man it's been a long road and it fucking sucks and that's not an exaggeration it has sucked being a bears fan for a long fucking time i'm with you i feel it and I want it to stop myself. I mean, I don't know why we choose to torture ourselves. Like, my daughter is a Colts fan. I have an eight-year-old daughter who likes the Colts because her mom's a Colts fan. Her mom's from Indianapolis. And to spite me, she says, I hate the Bears, Dad. I love the Colts. And for a while, I was always, come on, Stella, you got to be a Bears fan. You were born in Chicago. You know, that, that's where you're born. That's a team you got to root for. Da-da-da-da-da. But lately, I don't do that anymore really i'd like i've told some of my friends that have young children that are bears fans like why subject your kid to this it doesn't look like virginia mccaskey's going anywhere doesn't look like her her half retarded kids are selling the team and we know with under their ownership where this goes they're the ones who do the hiring of the gms they may get people telling them uh you know Whoever these, these, I can't think of the dude's name. They go off that old fucking GM that used to run the Giants. And he's the guy that tells George who he should hire. Well, obviously he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about either. And George has zero clue. And so just hire after hire after hire is trash. And I'm not saying that Poles is definitely trash at this point. But man, he's made some dumb moves. This week was kind of crazy. Didn't get into that. But anyway... If they're just going to continue to operate under the same manner that they've operated for the past 30 years, for the most part, of just mediocre to bad football, why would you want your son or daughter to be subjected to that for the rest of their life? Let them be a Fairweather fan and jump on some other team's bandwagon like, oh, you know, Dad, I really like Kansas City. You know what? Good. Root for Kansas City. 
because they know what they're doing. And you'll probably enjoy football for a lot more often than you would sticking with the Bears like I have. Because I haven't had much fun in my fandom over my lifetime. I mean, yeah, they won the Super Bowl when I was a child, but I was like fucking six years old. Uh, I didn't see that. In 06 when they went, I was in my 20s and it was awesome. But been a long time since then. You know what I'm saying? So let your kids do what the fuck they want to do and push them away from being Bears fans. Less Bears fans, less money for McCaskies, and maybe eventually they have to fold up shop and sell. Probably not because NFL teams make money regardless and they'll get all the shared money and the revenue and, and Bears fans will never stop. But I don't know. Eventually if we all die off and there's nobody left, then what do they have? Virginia will still be alive when we all die. That old bird will never die. We'll all long be gone off this earth and she'll still be slithering around the basement of Hallis Hall. So, uh, but yeah, this week polls had a little bit of drama. It came out right before the trade deadline. I think the trade deadline was Tuesday. It was on, on Halloween at, I don't know what time, like five in the afternoon or three in the afternoon, whatever it was. It came out Monday that Jalen Johnson had requested a trade. Because the Bears hadn't signed him to a long-term deal. He doesn't feel appreciated, I guess. And he wants to be traded. So, supposedly, Poles granted him permission to seek a trade. And just not a good look, obviously, with the Bears continually not signing their good young talent. They traded Roquan. Now they're talking about trading Jalen. Trade never happened. And now they are saying that they're working to get a deal and sign him long-term. But the Bears did trade for Sweat from Washington. Which, when that first happened, a lot of shit talking. They trade a second-round pick, which will be an early second-round pick, obviously, with how horrible the Bears are. And a lot of shit being talked because his contract's up into this season. And when they traded for him, they didn't have an extension in place. But uh, shortly after, the Bears did sign him an extension. Really large one. I don't know the whole deal. But he got lots of cash. He's being highly paid. And the dude has never broken, I think. He's never been in double-digit sacks as of yet. But, you know, I, don't, I didn't mind the move. I like the move. You got a quality defensive lineman. Hopefully he can uh, pick it up on this Sunday. He was okay. He had, like, I think two or three QB pressures. There's one play where he, he got Carr, the goth QB. The, he got his arm, knocked it. Ball, uh, ball didn't come out right. So, yeah, he had a little bit of effect on the game. I mean, it takes a lot more than him, obviously. Yeah, I don't mind the move. I just hope they can sign Jalen to a long-term deal because it takes talent to rebuild, right? You, you can't just continually take young talent, homegrown young talent, and let it walk or trade it and not sign it to a long-term deal. You need to fill your roster with quality young players, and that's exactly what that cornerback is, and you need to sign him. So they, they better sign him to a deal. They need him. He's a good quality piece, and it shows your other players on the team that if you do work your ass off, if you succeed and do well, then you're going to be rewarded. You don't have to go elsewhere to get paid. So Poles needs to get his shit together and start signing their own homegrown talent. Even though he didn't draft him, he still needs to sign him to a deal. They're, they're talking the talk that they're going to and that they're trying and they want to keep him. We'll see if they walk the walk, though. But all I got this week, I guess we will see what happens with Fields if he comes into play Thursday. If not, the badge really needs to get his shit together and not uh, throwing in that noodle arm bullshit down the field. Getsy needs to scheme the game to not make him throw anything downfield because the dude can't do it. Beat the shitty-ass Carolina, so we uh, bolster our pick 
that were uh, taken from them. And then we'll see what happens. So bear down, keep it real all up in the streets, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.